You're listening to Playback, a Variety iHeartRadio podcast. I'm your host, Variety Awards editor Chris Tapley. This week, I'm talking to actor Benicio Del Toro. He stars in the sequel, Sicario, Day of the Soldado, opening June 29th. Among other things, we discuss reprising a role that brought him many awards notices in 2015, and what it's like to be part of both the Marvel and the Star Wars universes. So sit tight. This is Playback. We got a whole package. Sure, yeah. Um, the microphones are bigger than the table. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Give us a little, a little table this time. Um, had rolling on yesterday, so I was here all yesterday too. Yeah, I'm sorry I know you had about a long that. day. <laughs> yeah, right. And he's a lot of fun. Yeah. The movie's great. Oh, you did? You liked it? Oh, man. Uh, cool. It's so awesome. I think you might be better than last time. Oh, that's a, There's that's, a lot going on with his character, obviously. Yeah, so. That's good to hear. Yeah. And I love the last one, too. And just. Uh, yeah, the last one found a, an audience, you know? Yeah. Which is cool. I loved it. I was yeah. blown away. I was like, I don't want a sequel to Sicario. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm like, I want a third one. <laughs> Oh, good. Yeah. Let them know. Yeah. All right, I'm going to wear my sunglasses now. <laughs> I'm going to put on my sunglasses now. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank you, Dan. I'm here with Benicio Del Toro, star of Sicario Day of the Soldado. One of the stars. The star, I, I think, is maybe the way to put it. <laughs> uh, one of them, one of them. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you for having uh, As I said, I love the movie, and uh, there's so much going on with this character. He's such a, a affected, you know, there's a darkness there, obviously, given what he suffered through. And I'm just curious, first and foremost, going back to the first movie and obviously carrying into this one with your research and trying to find this character, uh, did I assume that took you to some dark places, too. So could you talk a little bit about that? Well, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not that method. Not um, right. But, uh, but um, no, really, uh, the characters, uh, you know, all the research comes from what the writer has written. Yeah. And that was Taylor Sheridan's uh, work in the original, in the first Sicario movie. He, he wrote this guy that was... Um, who'd lost his wife and uh, and his daughter uh, to cartel violence. And um, so here's, he was, here was a, a character that was bent on vengeance, you know, an eye for an eye. And um, so he's, in the, in the original movie, he's just, uh, you know, a heartless killer mm-hmm. with probably a heart of stone. In this story, in this Sicario, Day of the Soldado, um, it's a new chapter, and and the character evolves. And um, I think what Taylor, the way I looked at what Taylor wrote, Sheridan, um, he he was a guy who, you know, has uh, no feelings, really, and uh, probably, like, you know, just one-track mind. He finds himself kidnapping the daughter of a drug cartel in order to start a war between cartels. So he's kind of pretending he's a 
he's a Sicario in a cartel, mm -hmm. a drug cartel. And uh, so he kidnaps his young girl who's about the same age his daughter was when uh, when she was kidnapped and killed. Yeah. And then so he puts the, he puts, you know, he he, he puts the this innocent girl, Isabella, through this, perhaps the same experience, the same horror that his daughter went through. Mm-hmm. Um, before she, his daughter was killed. You know, yeah. she, his daughter was kidnapped and, and killed. So, so there is a there's some kind of mirror where he's reenacting the actions exactly the actions of those he despises. And I think that that um, that starts working. It's like that becomes his medicine to his medicine to. To, to awaken a conscience. Yeah. And so the journey with this girl, with Isabella, is kind of like the medicine to bring humanity back to the character. And I thought that was interesting. That was an interesting way to make a character change. Yeah. In a way, he's he's in a nightmare. Mm -hmm. In a way, he's kidnapping a young girl, just acting just like the guys who inflicted the, the pain that drives him. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's, it gives you a whole dimension to play with as an actor. Yeah, it's I mean, just it's like, like and I, I, was, I thought that was really interesting. I, you know, it wasn't like, um, so, so, you know, that, that was kind of like a, the, the, the way of going about it for me. And, um, and, and, I, and, and, and it's, it seemed believable, Yeah, you know? It's like um, he becomes human again or a mm -hmm. little bit. I don't think it, we... I don't think he's a good guy yet, perhaps, but this is the beginning, perhaps. I don't know where yeah. th this story would go or where he would evolve, but uh, but I thought that was interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. Speaking of Taylor, I love Taylor's work. Uh, he, he He's... The visual storytelling of, of how he writes is so compelling. Like, you don't... And you don't know... There's so many surprises, you know, at every turn. You don't yeah. really know where things are going to go. And so when you're reading that as an actor and you see what you're going to get to play, I mean, how does his work on the page uh, kind of invigorate you or it, it, how is it different than, you know, scripts you've come across in the past? Just talk to me a little bit about that when you read it on the page. Um, hey, uh, being part of Sicario, which I consider a good movie, um, you know, to when we got the... The word that they were planning to do a sequel to it was kind of like I was skeptical about it. Mm -hmm. um, and um, exactly what you said, when when I got the script of uh, Taylor's script, um, they're original, they're unpredictable, and they're truthful. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know, it just, it's right up my alley mm -hmm. in a way. I mean... Um, it's it's I I, I just uh, you know as I was reading the script of Sicario de the Soldado I as I was reading it I was um I was uh, there were a lot of oh shit moments really get that what um, no impossible they want me to do that um, you know so um, uh, he's he's uh, he's, uh, he's he's one of the you know the, the Great writers working today and great filmmaker. I yeah. loved this film, Wind River. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, loved everything about that film. Um, I really Jeremy like Renner's was great too in that film. I, I mean, uh, uh, Graham 
uh, Green. Um, yeah, I, I just I think it's just uh, it's just the voice and yeah. Uh, I'd, it's also a throwback to the movies that I grew up with, liking you know those seventies movies. Absolutely. Uh, and um, so I'm kind of like I gravitate to those films. Tell me a little bit about that. I was going to ask you actually what you know coming up whenever you were uh, you know realizing you wanted to be an actor. What inspired you? What movies did did you really gravitate toward? Well, I mean, there's, there's, I'm sure there's plenty. But yeah, because because uh, I didn't I didn't I didn't think about being an actor. Um, till I was in college, my first year in college, really, first couple of days in you know, of my first year, that's when I signed up for an acting class. But uh, and I hadn't done any anything, no theater, no nothing like that. But um, growing up, I, my dad loved uh, John Wayne movies. We went to see a lot of westerns, uh, um, uh, Clint Eastwood movies, mm-hmm. um, and. Um, but um, I think, like, later on when I started to, like, you know, you know Gene Hackman movies uh, and the, the usual suspects, you know, Jack Nicholson movies, so uh, De Niro, Pacino, <laughs> Duval, mm-hmm. uh, James Caan, uh, yeah. John Boyd, Dawson mm-hmm. Hoffman, all those guys were, like, you know. And then later on, it was a little bit when I started, Eddie Murphy was, like, someone that yeah. I really ran to see his films. But there was, you know, sometimes when I think about it, once I started going to acting school, I remember seeing a, um, it was a, a movie called At Close Range, mm-hmm. Christopher Walken and Sean Penn. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing, watching Sean Penn in that movie and going, that's what I want to do. Yeah. You know, so, but there's so many, I mean, to pick one. But but uh, but I mean by, you know, it's like movies like uh, Straight Time with Dustin mm-hmm. Hoffman or... You know, um, so kind of lean storytelling that really lean storytelling, greedy. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, hum- the, the characters are you know make mistakes. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not really uh, black or white. Um, uh, the futility of effort, right? <laughs> you know, which is this movie is. Yeah, you know, absolutely. In, in my opinion, is this, this movie is about the futility of effort. They just they fuck up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but um, but I, I just you know stories like that you know oh Papillon too was a movie that I oh, sure, was yeah. with uh, Steve McQueen and Dustin Hoffman and Anthony Zerbe was in that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know um, those you know those are movies I you know but I remember seeing a lot of westerns with my yeah and uh, I'm a big westerns fan and yeah. and Taylor's writing is a little bit like. You know, Western mm-hmm. Sam Peckinpah, mm-hmm. you know, bring me the head of Alfredo Garcia, yeah, you know, the absolutely. wild bunch. He, he lives in that world of, uh, you know, you know, his writing lives in that world, um, and he does it really well. Yeah. And like I said, I had Brolin on yesterday. Um, when did you guys meet? You go back, right? Yeah, we go back. We, we I did a, a guest star in a TV series. He was the... He was a protagonist or one of them, and um, what I did like about him is like I was nineteen or twenty. He was he must have been he was a year younger than me, so he was nineteen. And um, usually, when you at nineteen, twenty one, twenty two, usually when you're sitting in a room with another male actor, you everybody starts to posture. Yeah, competition. Yeah, competition. Yeah. Da, da, da. 
So I didn't know how he was going to be. And uh, he was just so laid back and so cool at that time that I was impressed because there was none of that. Mm -hmm. It was really giving. And that brought that out of me. Yeah. You know, so it was, it was, that was my impression. I don't remember much about it. He, he's got a couple of stories about it. I don't know if I believe him, <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but I do, I do remember that he was very graceful mm -hmm. and younger than me. And I was like, that was strange. Mm -hmm. Usually the young actors, you know, compete and a little sloppy. Yeah. yeah. Or they don't trust the other yeah, young yeah. guy. You want to, you want more lines than I do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you, you want to be in front of the camera, that kind of thing. He was there was nothing about that with him. He was he was very cool then. He's very cool now. So, what did that make these you know working on these two movies like? Because these movies are obviously such uh, so serious uh, in many ways. And you know, he was something he mentioned to me was he's been on comedies where the set was so serious, but then you come to a movie like Sicario where it's the opposite. He was talking opposite. about it yesterday. Well, he yeah. does one hell of a job. And I tell you, um, I'm a little more um, um, timid than he is. I'm a little <laughs> introverted more more than he is. Um, and uh, but first of all, he's he's. He tells the truth when he's in front of the camera. Mm -hmm. I, he, he don't lie. Mm -hmm. He don't lie. Mm -hmm. um, and he's intense and um, in front of the camera, and he's professional. Um, but the minute the camera, they, you hear a cut, he turns the, the set into a beauty parlor. <laughs> and by that I mean... Chit chat. He makes fun of you. He makes fun of me. He makes yeah. fun of himself. It just, it just, it just turns that set into him and Jeffrey Donovan. Mm. Um, both of them are like uh, they're really fun to work with because yeah. they're really good in front of the camera and uh, they elevate the work. And then they're just the first ones right after they just go like, "What the hell are we doing? Mm -hmm. uh, that makes no sense." Whatever. They just like. Really funny and really fun. I mean, th those those scenes that are like in the desert and there's like a lot of explosions and you got to be careful because you're going around with firearms and all that stuff. Uh, having Josh uh, there and 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 to an extent Jeffrey as well because they were like a comedy team those two. <laughs> and uh, and and uh, and what it does is they relax everybody. Yeah, it takes you the know. edge off. And, yeah, and you don't take yourself so serious. But e even though you're really trying to be believable and you're trying to. So I think the Sicario um, saga benefits from Josh Brolin's uh, <laughs> clowning around. Um, quite, off camera. Uh, off camera, much yeah. more, much more than I think it meets the eye. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the the introverted thing fascinates me, given the eccentricity of many of the characters you've played over the years. So, what do you think that's about? You like when you get in front of the camera, you like to explore. Yeah, that. you know, yeah. I think that you know, I think that you know, uh, I'm I'm shy and to to an extent, you know. Mm -hmm. I think that you know, one of the things I liked about acting when I first started was that when I got up on the stage, I had an excuse that it really is not me. Mm -hmm. So I could explore all kinds of things and and uh, and have this thing like it's not really me. So so you, you know it's kind of some kind of shell of some sort. Mm -hmm. But 
around who I am in a way. But uh, but then it's it's complicated because you know I've said this before, and I don't think I'm the first one to say it or the first one to do it. That's for sure. But uh, but I think it, you know you draw from your life. You know you draw from personal experiences. I mean. When you do any character, that's the first thing you go to. And it's, an, an example would be like, what would I do if I was in that position? Mm-hmm. So you bring who you are. And then from there you go, okay, well, like, now you, you start branching out and you start changing it. But the very beginning is like, I would not do that, you know, mm-hmm. or I would do this, uh, you know, so... Mm-hmm. So, so it's like a combination of being like a, being a, an outer body experience and uh, being really truthful to who you are. Yeah. You know? so, uh, but it's, it's like a contradiction in some ways. No, I hear you. Yeah, it's a contradiction, and it's like it's. it's I think it's a. It's a, it's, it's it's hard to like break it down. Yeah, know? absolutely. No, I, I. The thing about you know, it's not you. It's it's not you up there. I, and I had an actor on the show last year that said that. He was like, if I, if I had a, uh, advice for actors, it would be don't be afraid of making a fool out of yourself because that's not you up there. Right. And right. Uh, more and more when I talk to actors, that's that seems to be a bit of insight that comes up. Yeah, you know, and uh, yeah. And regarding... Uh, you know, regarding the eccentric characters, um, you know, first of all, a movie like Sicario, you don't get sequels of those kind of movies. So while I was ambivalent at first and blown away when I got what I got, uh, it's really cool that you're able to re-explore a character like that. Uh, usually sequels are obviously much different characters that you would revisit, and one such is The Collector. The Collector, yeah. <laughs> which you are yeah. also in Avengers Infinity War this year, as is Josh. Right. Um, I just wanted to know, what's what's been the biggest surprise about being a part of the Marvel universe, I guess? Having a ride in Disneyland, my man. <laughs> that's far out. Yeah. I mean, that's like... You probably didn't imagine that when you never, were... Never, <laughs> never. I still don't believe it. But, you know, there's like a little like collector <laughs> statue there with my mug on it. I'm, 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 cool. I'm competing with uh, Mickey Mouse, man. I mean, I mean that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I actually, you know, I don't really think about it that much, but I, and I kind of forget, and then someone brings it. Oh, I was at, uh, at the, uh, your ride, <laughs> and then I go like, what? I, I mean, those guys. Done an incredible job. The Marvel team is just doing these movies that have been like hooked the world, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and it's great quality. I'm just lucky to be part of it. You yeah. know, lucky that they call me up to to play the collector. I love to do them a little bit deeper um, or a little bit longer, but um, you know, so far. And just when I got that call that I had that I was going to have a ride, and would I go to the opening? <laughs> it was like, uh, and you know, it was, you know, we filmed. It, I, there's a video in the ride, in which you know I'm, I'm the collector and I'm talking to people as they walk in and they play it. Mm-hmm. It's just bizarre, <laughs> just bizarre. I mean, you know, uh, it's just uh, I, I just. Uh, you know, it's just really that's really bizarre. Yeah, and that character in those movies also, you're surrounded by 
very meticulous production design because of who the character is, obviously. So I just imagine stepping onto that set every time has to kind of put you... A little intimidating, you know, because here you are going, playing this character, you know, and uh, there's a little bit that you know, and you go with your idea of the character, and uh, you play it out, but... You know, I worked uh, in the Guardians of the Galaxy. I worked with James Gunn, who, the director, who was really cool and really open to like, yeah, go, go for it. Mm-hmm. You know, basically, go make a fool of yourself. We'll, we'll catch you. Mm-hmm. That's really what you want from a director. Mm-hmm. He's got to be the catcher in the rye. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know, because if you go out on a limb, you know, you just want to have that net. Um, so he was very cool about it, and you know, and uh, but I didn't know that it would go where it's been going and uh yeah so it's really cool yeah you're also part of the star wars universe so you're part of both of these massive things um <laughs> well I, that's kind of like a, the star wars thing is a little bit like uh the dream of the inner child you know yeah. the, the the back to the future kind yeah, of thing you know yeah. like being part of uh star wars i saw star wars when it came out i loved the chapter four you know yeah much Empire Strikes Back after, and I was always a fan in a way, but I'd never really talked about it. Or knew it like, and then Ryan Johnson, the director, just called me up and said, "Hey, would you come in and do this?" And he was also really cool because that movie's a, you know, those movies are big. Yeah, mucho dinero. Yeah, many people just uh, working and uh, big studios. You know, they conquer the world. Yeah. You know, these movies go out there and just wrap the world around. You know, and and uh, a great form of entertainment. But he, Ryan, you know, was very much like we were doing a little independent movie. You know, talking about it, talking about the little details and things like that. He mm-hmm. was really open to like ideas, and he was very cool. I wanted to branch out a little bit and talk about a couple other things, a couple other movies. We talked about Inherent Vice yesterday with Josh, uh, working with Paul Thomas Anderson. Love to talk to you about that. So. He's like maestro, <laughs> yeah. PTA. Uh, um, one of the great American authors, uh, filmmakers yeah. around. And a lot of fun. Very, very laid back. Very, you know, he's a cool dude himself. Um, yeah. You know, working with Joaquin Phoenix as well. I'm, I'm a fan, but um, you know, um, PTA was, just, you know, cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I had a I had a little cameo. Yeah, I mean, Josh, you know, was all over that movie. He's great in that movie. Um, but um, yeah, what, what can you say? He's yeah. one of the great filmmakers around. And, and then The Hunted. I wanted to take it back to The Hunted. I, one of the things I love about Soldado is the structure is not what you'd expect it to be. You keep expecting it to come back and show the, the impact of what this cartel war is that they're trying to... Th- but it stays in this kind of linear fashion with with the daughter, and, and, and it even ends before you'd think it would end. Like, oh. Mm-hmm. And then that makes you ready for the third movie. Right, right. But uh, The Hunted had such an interesting structure like that, too. It's almost like it it didn't have a... A second act, like it just kind of blazes on through. And I just wanted to talk about working with. But the hunted didn't. The hunted didn't have a first or second act. The hunted was a third. <laughs> it's kind act. of like all third. It's act, a third yeah. act. All third act. Yeah, yeah. I love and that. And that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but it's all a third act. It's mm-hmm. a two-hour ending. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's pretty cool, man. I mean, yeah. Freaking working with freaking. Talk to me about that. Um, he's uh, 
He was very, um, you know, intense on the mm-hmm. set um, and um, funny, mm-hmm. funny, old school, old school, you know, kind of like a, some football coach, <laughs> you know, or old school basketball coach, you know, he will be, but, uh, you know, also very talented and trying to remember um you know, but um, yeah, it was about he was twenty years ago. Almost. It, yeah, that was like, um, but it was um, he just uh, it was funny. It, it, Billy Freakin was funny um, in some ways, and good sense of humor. And um, I mean, you know, people I grew up with, you know, mm-hmm. in a way. I mean, older the uncles, like you know, pick it up. <laughs> Uh, you know, well, you got no arms, <laughs> you know, that kind of like old school. But I'm, you know, uh, but I think that the the the, the movie kind of works in that way. Yeah. If you if you're open for that, yeah, you know, it's just it's just like a you know chase. Totally. And then traffic. I wanted to talk about winning the Oscar and how that uh, changed your life, changed your career. Did it feel that way to you? Yeah, it still feels like that. Um, you know, working in, in traffic with um, Steven Soderbergh and um, was great. Was um, um, he was you know open to to collaborating and bouncing stuff off and um, and um, but winning the Oscar, you know, it's it's, it's like it's an honor. Mm-hmm. As you go through it, when I was going through it, it all felt like like going really fast. It's like uh, you know you were going really fast, and you couldn't take anything in. Mm, it's just like yeah. it's like it's like you're in this carousel, and you're supposed to can't really soak it in. Yeah, yeah. you're supposed to read the menu that is like a block away <laughs> while you're spinning around. And um, it was um, it was uh, it was it was bizarre. Um, it, um, you know, it, it, for my for my family, from friends, it was also it was kind of cool. And the people that I've, I've been working with for years, um, with the dream of like you know being in the movies, and it's so fragile, being in the movies, so unpredictable. Sometimes you feel you'll never work again. Mm-hmm. Suddenly to be recognized, you know, is kind of great for them. And suddenly, you know. Like you can go to your, to to you know my godmother who was very close to with close with and and my dad and they were kind of like skeptical about my acting thing, mm-hmm. so I'm kind of glad that you know that that happened when my godmother was alive and that she enjoyed it and but see hey, it all pay off it all paid off I mean and she called me up like maybe a couple of days after and she goes now you can go back and finish college. <laughs> You know, um, but um, oh, you could be a great lawyer. Um, <laughs> but um, it's it's great that way, and it, also it's you know there's like doesn't I don't believe it's changed me. Um, mm-hmm. At least that's what I think. Mm-hmm. But uh, but it does help for business, sure. And it also also helps for maybe a. Uh, Sometimes you can jump the line and get that table, right? 
you know, um, <laughs> at that restaurant. Uh, but uh, but I think I think there's a there's a it's, it's an honor it's yeah. a, just to just to be part of that list and 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 it's it's a little bit of luck. There's been great actors over the years that have never won an Oscar, you know, and uh, you know, so it, you have to take it with a grain of salt, you know. Yeah, you, know, for sure. you gotta you gotta be like a, a little bit with it, but uh, but you know, I'm lucky and um, and I'm glad that it happened, and um, but it doesn't change my approach to work or yeah. you know you think you would have been I, I, there's been a couple moments that I wanted to put, bring the Oscar and just put it on the desk of some <laughs> filmmaker and go like you know okay well but no let's bring it with you to yeah it. bring it up and just go like hey <laughs> okay I think I know what I'm doing but uh, <laughs> but you're never sure of that yeah. Um, but think, yeah you think you would have been a good lawyer well I kind of do for, for, for actors I kind of like uh, you know I kind of like uh, you know uh, you know, yeah, I think it would have been a good lawyer. <laughs> I've always yeah. thought that about myself, actually. Just in terms of there's a lot how, of logic I, how I look and, at things, and, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. If, you, if you're open to know that there's, you know, you know, like they say about law, there's three sides to every story. There's your side, my side, and the truth. Yeah, exactly. You know, if you're aware of that, but that's the same thing with actors. Yeah, there's like with, with the characters that you play. There's what they want, who they say they are, who the actions, what they do, and there's the other characters, and then there is the truth, and, and you have to like work that out. You know, there's the other actors, what they say about your character, and then the truth is what you work out with the with the director. Yeah. So in a way, I, I've always thought about that line, thinking, and yeah, you know, it's it's um, it's interesting to like that's they say about lawyers, and and uh, with acting is with with. Building characters is kind of like you know the same That's in a interesting, way. Yeah. Um, last thing I wanted to ask you here. I'm, I'm just curious at the stage in your career if there are any any stones left unturned. Anything you feel like you really want to accomplish that you haven't yet? Um, you know, there's yeah, there's like um, you know, I like I just you know. I don't know. I don't. I don't like. Uh, I'm not looking back and looking at my career like something like a painting that is done. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's ever done. I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. I'm still like I. You know, just just when you think you figured it all out and you know a new thing happens. You know, like I've done many movies and you think like every movie's different. Every character is different, you know. You see, you do things, and you go like, "I hope they work." And sometimes those things work. Some other, some some other times they don't work. The riddle of uh, of doing is like it's uh, it's part of my life. Is what it's you know. So it's like I just keep doing. But perhaps I'd like to tell a story, you know, like direct, get behind the camera. Mm-hmm. You have those ambitions. I, yeah, they, I, you know, I like to try it. And, you know, um, I just. I want to make sure I want to. I know what I want to say. Mm-hmm. I still love, uh, you know, being, uh, you know, swept away by a good story. Yeah. Um, you know, so uh, you know, and just the idea of building something, you know, putting it together, it's always kind of like fun and and and. Uh, 
Well, good luck if you try that. Yeah, I need it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, everyone should see this movie, uh, Sicario, Day of the Soldado, June 29th. Benicio is badass in the movie. Uh, As I said, I think it might be a little bit better than last time even. Thank you. Very kind. And, uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy Sicario, Day of the Soldado. (laughs) Babu. Thanks for coming on the show, man. Okay.